You gonna like, vote yeah, for I'm... Starbuck for Congress? Oh, absolutely. Hell yeah. I'm, stu- I'm stumping for Starbuck, man. I had him at the uh, Rumble in the Borough, man. He was there shaking hands. And I, I didn't realize he's like, he's like 10 feet tall. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. A date which will live in infamy. I still have a dream. Good night and good luck. Good to see you, man. Uh, Nice seeing you as well, brother. Nice seeing you as well. Thanks so much for uh, agreeing to hop on with me. I really appreciate it. That sounds like a good time. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, sorry I'm not jacked, man. I grew up with a bleeding disorder, so I'm not uh, able to work out. (laughs) I I grew up with a gains disorder, so I I just make gains constantly. (laughs) if for, for me, for me, it's, it's my therapy. It's, it's a hobby. So it's, uh, it, it's kind of like, you know, some guys like to golf, you yeah. know, some guys like to bowl. I, I like to lift and box and do stuff like that. So for me, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's just a way to, it's just a hobby. You know what I mean? Like, it's nothing, uh, it's nothing like I'm not, not a perfect, I, I don't compete. I've never made money professionally. I've, I've been a pro, but I've never made money at it. So it's not like it's my job. I just, I, I enjoy lifting stuff. I enjoy training. It's kind of, it's kind of my thing. How long have you been into it for? Well, I mean, I started training for uh, weight training for high school football when I was 13 and uh, because I needed to put on size to actually play. So, you know, I, um, I just kind of ran with it. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the process. I enjoyed the results. I enjoyed the fact that it was mine to earn, right? Like, if you, if you play a team sport, and this is why I have my kids all play individual and team sports. If you play a team sport, you can always put it on someone else why something happened, right? Like, oh, they scored a goal. Well, the, the, the midfielder, you know, bro- midfield broke down, which led them to the defensive back, right? Or the keeper can blame the defender. In football, you know, the running back can blame the offensive line. The offensive line, the guard can blame the tackle. You know, but in individual sports like boxing and wrestling, even bodybuilding to a degree, obviously it's more genetically um, predetermined how much muscle you can gain as like a combat sport per se. Uh, in, in individual sports, it's, it's you. And that's why I believe that for children, when you're raising them, you know, I have a rule. I don't care if you're the worst kid on the field, you need to play an individual sport, um, preferably a combat sport, and you need to have a team sport in your, um, you know, in, in, in your daily or your weekly schedule. So our kids, you know, they all play soccer and our boys box, our daughter used to box, but now she wrestles for her school. So that teaches them on so many levels, areas of humanity that are just being lost. You know, team sports are quite, um, you know, team, team sports are applicable to all areas of life. I always tell people like what I learned in school is nothing compared to what I learned being a team captain in football mm-hmm. and with boxing, you know, it's you versus that other person. And when you're in business, you know, and you're competing for shelf space, like I have the outright bar, you know, how many bars there are, there's fucking hundreds, thousands, yet I'm fighting for 10 spots at quick trip. So it's, it, it, it's, it's a, a metaphor for life. And that's why sports, and it also keeps them healthy, keeps from being obese. You know, right. there's a lot of, positives so i always say like people like watch send your kids to private school i'm like well my daughter's soccer team won state she has a ring as a freshman 
you know, I don't give a shit about academics. I really don't. At the end of the day, I went to a public school. I'll put my intellect and ability to debate and ability to, you know, go toe to toe with some really intellectual people with PhDs. I'll put that any day of the week. I'll debate anybody on any topic I'm proficient in. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to go up with Neil Tyson Degrassi about astrophysics, but I'm going to go up and I'll, I'll debate his ass all day long about what he said about the fucking vaccine, you know, because sure. both of us, both of us have no bit like he has as much business. He has less business. He's an astrophysicist, a fucking genius. When the fuck, like I've been doing health and fitness for fucking 20 plus years. 20 plus years. I started in the health and fitness industry. I was 17 working in gyms at 19. I was actively working within the sport nutrition industry. You're going to tell like, you're he's a smart motherfucker. Nobody, he's probably one of the smartest men on earth, but sure. dude, just because you're smart at one thing doesn't mean you're not stupid in another thing. That's like saying that because he's a fucking astrophysicist, Neil Tyson Degrassi could beat me in a boxing match or a bodybuilding stage. Like, just because you're really good at one thing doesn't mean you're like, okay, Bill Gates, the guy fucking operating systems. Great. Fucking, I'm not, dude, I'm not going to hate on Bill Gates. Like, ooh, there's viruses, dude. Fucking Windows is a beast. Yeah. All right. He built a multi billion, allowing him to be a tyrannical little fat bitch right now. <laughs> but why the fuck am I? Bite up all the farmland of the country. <laughs> Does he look like a farmer to you? Like, <laughs> why am I going why am I gonna listen to a, a fucking estrogenic man with fucking man tits and a and a fucking flabby belly wearing a fucking sweater vest? Why am I allowed to curse? Yeah, why you're allowed I, to curse. Why you're gonna have to this? No, why no, am, no, I, why, why am I gonna why am I gonna listen to this fucking pile of shit about health? I'm yeah. sorry, dude. I'm one of those like I don't believe anybody should hire a fat trainer, and I'm not gonna fucking listen to a guy. Who doesn't even have a call? Oh, well, you got to listen to the educated people like Fauci. He has a PhD. Bill Gates didn't even graduate fucking college. I'm listening right. to this motherfucker. Sure, I have, a, I have a degree from a shitty college. It doesn't do anything for me. But technically speaking, I'm more fucking educated than Bill fucking Gates. That doesn't mean he's not fucking amazing. Bill Gates is the dude. Like, I like Bill Gates for what he fucking does. He develops operating systems, right? right. Like, and that's good. And I do care. Like he like Bill Gates has no right to speak on, on uh, international matters. Yeah, he does. Everybody does. That's what America's great is right. that you can go and social media allowed for idiots like me to fucking go toe to toe with Congress people and fucking dude. I got in a Twitter, Twitter debate with Pierce Morgan. Like the guys I've been watching on TV, like that, that's the world. Like, and we have freedom of speech. So I can, I can talk about shit that I have no right to talk about. Or no, I'm sorry, I have a right. I have no business talking about because we have the freedom of thought. And sometimes stupid thought is the answer. Like, think about bodybuilding, dude. I'm sorry, I'm going on a rant. No, I love think it. About, think about bodybuilding, right? Like, all the shit we know works now, like volume training and high tech. That was steroids. All, steroids fucking, they, they said that steroids didn't fucking work. They did? I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, seriously, for... They, up until like 2000, they were adamant that steroids didn't work. I, sh- I shouldn't have listened to them. <laughs> Bro, I'm living proof. Uh, fucking, dude, I'm like, they fucking work. Uh, but, but on volume training, like Arnold didn't have science to show him that doing all the shit he did. Right, because he was training so groundbreaking. Um, and he was like one my, of the first my, guys in the... Yeah, so in any field, be it sport nutrition, be it um, bodybuilding, be it just health and wellness... Like, and a lot of things like ancient Chinese medicine and ancient tribal medicine 
are a lot of the herbs that we know work for blood glucose support for all this stuff. It's because people use it. Like, you know, like, did you think the Native Americans knew that smoking this leaf will make you high as fuck? You know, no, they tried it. And then they're like, shit, now we have studies on THC and its effectiveness. So for people to say there's no science to back it, every scientific fact starts with anecdote. So sometimes it's just about trying shit. And I know that's off the beaten path, but that's that's where I sit is that, look, man, I'm, I'm a man of science. Like, I don't say if you read any of my books from diet books to, to supplement articles, they all have references and footnotes. But the thing is, I can type in the most obscure thing on Google Scholar or PubMed. I could type in like, but shoes make you shorter and there'll be a study to somewhat back it up. So remember <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> People pick and choose the studies. What, what what degree level do you have, may I ask? I have a I have a bachelor's degree in audio engineering with a minor in philosophy. So I'm okay. I'm okay. That's <laughs> almost as good almost as good as my wife's minor in women's studies. Like I tell you what, man, it's it's ironic, but the philosophy degrees come much more handy handy oh, than dude, that than that than the well, audio I mean, degree. You, well, I mean, philosophy is phenomenal. The appeal to pity and everything like sales. Is oh, 100%. all the. Yeah, sales and uh, logic. Just, just the 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 understanding the understanding the logical fallacies. I mean, what you were just talking about was the ad hominem. Uh, it was the ad hominem fallacy, which is listen. Just because somebody's there's there's an appeal to authority fallacy and there's an ad hominem fallacy, and mm-hmm. they're they're inverse of the same thing, right? So the appeal to authority fallacy is hey just because an expert says something doesn't you know doesn't mean that it's true and the ad hominem fallacy is look just because someone is a shitty person doesn't mean they're wrong right so it's like you hate trump but it doesn't mean he was wrong about wuhan lab being the source of the the virus right just because he's trump doesn't mean that he's wrong you know (laughs) i fit in a weird box because i i really i'll call anybody on anything because we're not perfect um i just believe in the better of two and and i think that we need to like, for example, I'm a diet coach. I, I coach people. Um, it's, I want to ask you, I don't want to interrupt you, but what, I want to ask you, what do you think about the keto diet? I think keto is a, a great strategy for some. Um, for performance athletes, I think it's severely lacking. Powerlifters can get away with it because powerlifting is utilized. You're doing fucking three reps. You don't really need much glucose there. But right. for like for people who need to recover and perform, I think it's it's not um, not the best diet. I think it can work. Um, if you're a, a distance runner, I think keto is great. Mm-hmm. Um, distance running, marathoning, um, being able to tap into the fat stores is, is a great source of energy. Um, however, for most people, it's not something they can adhere to long-term because toast is delicious. Um, yeah. I like people to have more of a balanced diet and also keto inevitably. And there's a reason why the term net carb came about. It's, I believe, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, somebody, but Jeffrey Volek, who did the original VLCD, very low carbohydrate diet, um, Volek's a genius. Uh, he had clients or subjects, whatever, and they wouldn't eat vegetables because of the carb content. But Volek was like, well, you need vegetables. They're healthy. Well, you know, they're not really net carbs. And of course, the supplement industry ran away with it, bastardized it, and made people fat shit yeah. because they lied about it. But at the end of the day, I think keto can be a great diet strategy. I do believe it has great implications. Um, there's research that's being done by uh, Dr. Dom over at uh, in, in Florida. Um, I believe it's USF or UCF, one of the SFs, one of the Floridas, like something Florida man. And uh, but he's doing some great research on cancer cell replication and yeah. and keto. Yeah. Uh, there's great. It's Ferris has a lot of has a lot of guests that have come on uh, were, that have suggested that yeah. keto is a good treatment for early onset cancer. Not necessarily the only treatment, but a good. 
you know, a good thing to try. Well, I mean, cancer does feed off of glucose, but there's, there's arguments, there's other pathways for it to feed off. Again, the data is still like, we need years, years and years more data to really come to any kind of a, not, not, there's no conclusion in science. I just tweeted that this morning. Um, I tweeted that last night. Um, science is, they, they keep doing studies because there's never the answer. There's answers. That's why when when um, when they say follow the science or when the when Fausti used the word proved, that's when I knew it was full of shit. No scientist I know, and I'm going to the ISSN conference in a week. No scientist I know will use the word proves. They say right. indicates, leads us to believe. But proves is no supposed proof. to be a legal. It's supposed to be a legal term, not a scientific term, really. Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm against anybody any scientist who uses the word proves or follow the science. Really doesn't have any idea how science fucking works. And this coming from someone with a bachelor's degree and a shitty one at that. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to say, you know, for, for keto, going back to keto, I, I like it for a large segment of the population. However, I do not feel that uh, most people can adhere to it. For fuck's sakes, we're over 70% obese, uh, overweight in this country. We can't even put the fucking Twinkie down. So if we can't put the Twinkie <laughs> down, we're definitely not going to be able to See, put the fucking, we're not going to be able to put the carbohydrate down. So like I mentioned earlier, I'm a, a type A hemophiliac, so my blood doesn't clot. Uh, so I, my joints are really prone to hemorrhage and that's why I can't, horrible. I can't do a lot of exercises. And yeah. I, I was, I went from 180 to 147. I'm six, two, um, on keto in four months. So keto is appealing to me because I can't really exercise to lose weight. So if I get chubby, I just cut all the carbs and it falls right off. <laughs> I, yeah, absolutely. Well, you're cutting off 33% of the available macronutrients. A third of you have carbohydrate, fat, and you have, um, protein. protein. Yeah. Um, so the thing about carb, low carbohydrate diet or VLCDs or ketogenic diets is you don't fucking need carbs. You just don't. Um, at the end of the day, there are essential, car- essential proteins, essential amino acids, essential fatty acids. There's no such thing as essential carbohydrate because your body can derive carbohydrate from protein via a process known as gluconeogenesis, where your body converts protein to glucose in the liver. And then there's also ketones, which as the right. ketogenic diet is named after, where if your body is lacking in both protein and carbohydrate, it goes to fat, and then it converts fat to energy via a process known as ketosis. So you don't need carbohydrate. However, I will say, if you're, a perform- if you're someone who likes performing like me, um, if I went ketogenic, my, I wouldn't be able to box and weight train in the same day. I right. would, but it would be very fucking bad, even worse than I do now. And I'm pretty fucking bad um, at boxing. So, I mean, but I wouldn't be able to perform the way I do now. I would not be able to run the, run around like I do. I wouldn't be able to do what I do. Um, so it just depends. But for a majority of the population, if you can stick to a ketogenic diet, it, it's pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. It, I really like ketogenic diets. For their health benefits, I like them for controlling blood glucose. I'm talking about another population to get benefit from it, uh, people at risk for type 2 diabetes. Uh, But at the end of the day, people who are exercising regularly and people who are eating whole healthier foods, and I'm not healthy is a very, very, very fucking great term Mm -hmm. Um, because you might consider rice to be unhealthy. I might consider cake to be unhealthy. Someone else might consider bacon to be unhealthy. A vegan might consider all meat to be unhealthy because they're crazy. Did you hear the Joe Rogan episode with uh, the CEO of Whole Foods? They really got into it about whether that meat was healthy. I I didn't. I didn't. And I watched most. I've been on a, I've been so busy lately that I haven't been able to keep up with my Rogan fix. Yeah. So, um, 
I usually, when I used to drive a lot, I used to just listen to it on the road. It keep me awake. Yeah. But generally speaking, I listen to the clips because there's a lot. His podcast is like fucking three hours long. Yeah. And I ain't got time for that. I know a lot I'm of very selective do. about the guests too that I listen to. Yeah, it's it's uh it's confirmation bias. We listen to people we want to hear. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I still I still listen to people I disagree with, but they gotta be they gotta be good guests. Like I don't follow MMA at all, so I just skip those episodes personally. Uh, those are the ones I watch. Sure. Um I'm, I love fighting. Um I love violence. Violence is great. Um, but yeah, I I, I love the ketogenic <laughs> diet for a lot of applications. I truly do. Yeah. Um I don't currently use it. But I've always said this, if I ever retire and stop training as hard, which I don't see that happening, but I would move to a ketogenic diet. Um, I like the longevity benefits. I like the fact that it has such great anti-inflammatory properties. Yeah. People got to realize that gluten, gluten sensitivity is bullshit. Like that whole gluten intolerance thing. Like the people who literally came up with that literally said, our bad, that shit ain't true. Yeah, people are still running around with it. Like, oh, gluten, oh, no, you're either fucking celiac or you're not, bitch. Now, here's right. what happens. Gluten is comprised of amino acids that your body just can't fucking digest. So you're, you're having issues with inflammation and other things that are simply because you're eating a, a highly indigestible food. Now, for some people, it's, it's not an issue. I can eat a certain amount of gluten. For example, for me, I can eat my morning toast. I always eat toast in the morning because that's fucking America right there. Eggs and toast. <laughs> you don't eat eggs and toast. You're a fucking communist. I'm sorry. I'm just- <laughs> I can't, I can't fucking eggs and toast. I know that's a British thing, but like we beat their ass in 1776. So we earned the right. We earned the right. Every fucking day, eggs over easy and toast. We should change the English muffins to American muffins. Just fucking, I mean, what are they going to do? What are they going to fucking do about it? Like they're still on lockdown. Like, are they really? I didn't even know that. Jesus, bro, they they just had a huge, of course, the media doesn't cover it. They just had a huge rally. In London, like I'm talking tens of thousands of people without masks, like fuck this shit. And um, God bless them. Like, you know, at the end of the day, we're a bunch of angry British people, you know, like British people have the capability, like all the British people with fucking nuts came over here in the 1700s. But like, there's still some stragglers who like came along (laughs) like, like Zuby, Zuby's one of them. Like, um, but he's a, he's a, he's, he's actually Nigerian, but he, he, like, there's there's their zoobies out there and i love the uk and i want to say something about the uk that my, isn't said enough the females in the uk have the greatest asses on the planet I i've never been you, so i don't know for sure you got to go to a fist so i went to body power every year up until of course fucking the plague hit right. and i was walking around and, <laughs> and like my, my 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 business partner is like we have a we, we, we look, man. I'm married, monogamous, all that shit, right? But yeah, I, I can appreciate a physique. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Look, a, you can look, just day, don't touch, right? I look at men's asses. Like I'm a bodybuilder. Like it's the one sport. <laughs> it's the one sport I can watch people compete. Say that guy has a great ass, and no you remember, one fucking uh, thinks. You I'm remember gay. Dumb and Dumber? Whoa! Yeah, would no, you take a look at that? <laughs> yeah, he must. Work he must. Work. I mean, but, <laughs> I'm serious. I've been at so many shows where I'm like. It's like, and look at that guy's glutes. I'm like, you didn't find that the least bit gay? Like, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'm good with it. Um, but yeah, but th- I had no idea. So we went to body. I just noticed like two years ago, I'm there with um, they're my partner, Mike and Sean. And we're like, we're looking. I'm like, are you noticing like they're built like centaurs out here? Centaur is a mythical now, Greek creature. Were you at like bodybuilding conventions though? Because oh, yeah, these you're are going to get a different spectrum. There. Yeah. 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 But we, we would see it at like restaurants too. Like the type, I don't know if they're just wearing really good like pants, but there was, 
it was, it was, but, but anyway, back to, back to like um, what we were talking about uh, outside of the UK, but yeah, the UK is, it's a beautiful place. Um, the weather's terrible, but really nice people. And unfortunately, you know, America has this like, fuck you, America. A lot of us do. Well, not as many, but a lot of us do like, just leave me alone. Like I live in a community in Tennessee, Brentwood, Tennessee, where we just want to be left alone. Like we, we vote and then we just want to be left alone. And I think that in the UK, like America will put up with anything for a year. And I said this in 2020, like in about a year, people are going to be like, I don't give a fuck if I die of this thing. Like, I just want to be left alone. I don't want to wear a mask. And it came true because around the year mark is when people, despite Biden winning presidency and despite whatever happened, I think Americans, even Democrats, a lot of them, not the crazies you see on Twitter, which I'm convinced is 25 to 50 percent bots. Um, I, I, I honestly think that people are like, dude, we just got to let, let loose. Like, we just got to let loose. We just got to we got to live. We got to figure this out. And then the people who believe in that, and this is why I love the vaccine, um, because people who they, they really think this thing makes them into fucking Thor, like they're immortal. Like, so I'm like, cool, you do you. Um you know, my whole thing is if we would have listened to the idiots, to the meatheads, we would have had a handful of deaths because it, it comes. And, and the guy, they, they, they banned him, Zev Zelenko, Dr. Zev up in uh, up in New York, a, a Jewish doctor has the fucking yarmulke and everything. Uh, I remember him. I remember him. There's a really good um, uh, Texas doctor, too, that they just had a that just did a, like an hour and 47 minute interview about how um, uh, the government may or may not have covered up a lot of um, very legitimate therapeutics in order to get emergency use status for the vaccine. Cause apparently you can't get emergency use status for um, uh, some of the vaccines if there's alternative therapeutics for, for COVID. So like a lot of the ivermectin stuff and the hydro- hydroxychloroquine stuff may have been pushed down in order to justify um, getting emergency use status for the vaccines. I'm not really seeing the thing is with every, with every sub look. So my, my goal is I have to work within a system, right? For example, Canada banned vitamin K back in the 90s. Why? Why? No. Just because um, you can overdose on it? Because they're fucking stupid. That's the only the only uh but you could overdose on everything. I can take I could yeah. take seven Tylenol and fucking go into liver failure right now. Um at the end of the day, like NAC was just banned by the FDA. They've tried to do it before, and it's not because it's dangerous. It's because it had a drug use patent, I believe, by a, a pharmaceutical company. A lot of this has to do with old patents that were abandoned or just not followed through upon. So the NAC thing, I can see the FDA having grounds. Now, I don't agree with it, but if you go by the legal process as someone who owns intellectual property patents and trademarks, I can understand because it takes a lot of money to put this. So if the pharmaceutical company is like, shit, NAC is growing, we got this then they have no choice legally but to ban NAC. Do I like it? No. Do I understand? Yeah. So as a a guy who creates products to help people live long and healthy lives, I have to work within a given system. Like, you ever watch the show MacGyver when you were a kid? Like, dude would like, he's fucking like, he's on a cliff and he needs electricity and somehow he (laughs) fucking gets a spark with bubble gum. You know, that's me. So as soon as NAC gets blocked, first thing I do is I call all my friends who are smarter than me because I'm dumb compared to a lot of people. And I talk and I'm researching and I'm fucking Googling and Google Scholar and PubMed. 
digging through my old notes and I find out that, hey, whey protein actually converts to glutathione better than NAC. And then we look at, we have a couple products we need to replace NAC and we're like, hey, there's an artichoke extract that does really well at converting to glutathione, which is the end goal of what you want from NAC. So boom, we're able to reformulate and I'm able to go and do a video not selling anything saying, hey guys, here's what we need to do. I was shadow banned on YouTube for simply mentioning vitamin D in April of 2020. Before we even called it COVID, I basically, and that wasn't, that was based on me, again, a fucking dumb meathead who gets punched in the face weekly and fucking lifts weights daily. And, you know, at the end of the day, I was like, hmm, well, um, vitamin D has been proven to be better than the flu shot most years. Yeah. You're looking at over 10%. And yeah, that's the tragedy of it because not telling people about vitamin D, they decided to push masks instead of vitamin D. The tragedy of it is that vitamin D is such an awesome solution for all sorts of other health problems too. So it's not just this, it's not this myopic solution for COVID. It's like, listen, if we just educate people to get their vitamin D up, they're going to be generally healthier forever. <laughs> 85% of hospitalizations at the peak of COVID in New York were vitamin D deficient. People don't get enough sunlight, and then they tell us to stay indoors and get less sunlight. And then they, all they had to do, if on day one, Trump came out, you know, God Trump, which somehow these simps are following him. This guy's, I'm sorry, Trump's a fucking idiot. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not down with Trump anymore. I voted for him. I'll vote for him again if he runs against the right person. But I'm over this guy. Like, after what he did to Snowden and Assange, I'm like, ah. I, I really wanted him to pardon those guys, especially yeah, Assange. Well, at the end of the day, Trump's one of them, man. Like everybody's like, Trump's one of us. I'm like, the dude's a fucking billionaire. He's not one of us. He's yeah. never lived life like a normal American. He has no idea what it's like to be American, like like we do. You know what I mean? Like right. grinding. Right. Yeah, I did. Okay. I appreciated the fact that he was a populist, though. He was the I only populist the- populist candidate that was like, listen, America first. And I think he meant it, regardless of whether or not he knows what it's like to you know take a shit on a porcelain toilet. <laughs> <laughs> They've all been gold. (laughs) What's really crazy is, you know, I I look at what came about, and I think, I I honestly think America is in the best spot it's ever been. I'm very bullish about my country. Like, remember, we came out in the 1930s. We literally threw all yellow people in internment camps. And no, not just Japanese. Do you really think a fucking old white guy who's rounding people up can tell the difference between a Japanese person and a Korean person? They threw everybody, everybody who was Asian looking into camps. America's in the best position it's ever been in. And I'm very excited about the future of our country. I am because I don't fucking get my information from Twitter. I'm out there, man. I've traveled during the pandemic. I traveled over 20 states, did events. I was just, I sent a joke. We did a full packed event in July, on July 20th last year. Did you get COVID? of the pandemic. Oh, of course. How it was it? Affect, it's not going to affect. It doesn't affect anybody. What was anybody it like? like? Nothing. I don't even know. I had it. <laughs> <laughs> so you were just I, getting I tested, even, and they caught it. Um, antibodies. Oh, got it. Got it. Yeah, but basically, like, um, my my uh, my colleague who sits across from me right now, Matt, he had it in the height of New York. He that it was before they could get testing, so he literally worked like for two. And this is a healthy young dude who's work at that time he was working construction. He worked every single day because he couldn't get a call back from the North. He lived in New York city. He couldn't get a call back from the New York health department. So what's he going to do? He's like, I got to get work done. And he had COVID. You know, it's like my wife lost her taste for like uh, two hours. And the thing is, it's what I was getting at before is it's, it's about 
controlling viral replication. So we can't use HCQ because for some reason they, 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 which is stupid. Um, so what acts as the same mechanism, mechanism of action as HCQ? And there are a lot of supplements that do, and two are EGCG and quercetin. And the, 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 the thing they have in common with HCQ is alone, they really don't do much of anything. Like you can take HCQ, the data shows HCQ does nothing. It doesn't do shit on its own. What it is is an ionophore. It allows for antiviral replication supplements like zinc, vitamin C, et cetera, et cetera, to pass through the cell membrane. And that is what presents the antiviral properties of it. So while HCQ and I, I yeah, HCQ doesn't work. You're fucking right. Yes. Nobody's saying but it's, part of the, it's part of the solution. If you, if you supplement it. Well, unless you're like, you know, a Trump supporter who Trump says HCQ and they go and take a gallon of it, you know, and they don't, <laughs> and they don't, they don't, they don't actually research what to take and listen to people. But Dr. Zelenko um, independently had this, I looked at his protocol after, and I have timestamps. All these videos are on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash tiger fitness. Um, all these videos are up there. Look at March, April, and May of 2020. It's all there. And I remember in like July, I saw this Zelenko guy. And his protocol was the same as mine, except he made it better because he's obviously smarter than me, a lot smarter than me. And he has a fucking yarmulke, um, which makes him just look smarter than me. And the hair, the fucking the, the, thing, the thinking cat. Yeah. And um, but this motherfucker was recommending HCQ or quercetin, vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc. And then he threw in, I believe, melatonin and uh, heartburn medication. So um, the uh, Pepsid AC. Because it would but keep the, it from getting into your lungs from your stomach. Is I honestly didn't look I into why the. Yeah. I'm guessing. I'm guessing if you have an acidic, like if you're acidic in the throat area, I'm guessing that can. Um, I, again, I'm I'm making this up. So yeah, I don't, don't know either. Yeah, yeah you we're fact just checking. Shit out there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not fact I'm, checking. No, no, I don't I'm, fact check. I'll leave sure, that to the audience. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm sure Zelenko. I'm sure Zev looked into that shit. And again, this guy's a genius and he treated the hundreds of thousands of people with COVID, not one death, not one long haul COVID. And now we found out the long haul COVID is actually from the spike, pro- sorry, the spike protein and not the actual virus. Oh, because of which, the uh, clotting that it causes. So I'm just reading about different things like cytokine storms and, and different things that yeah. I've literally spent my entire career trying to prevent as a supplement manufacturer. And people look at supplement manufacturers and snake oil salesmen. And well, a lot a of them are. Di- that doesn't mean oh, all absolutely. of them are. You're absolutely correct, dude. I hate my industry. I fucking wake up every morning and take a shower because I'm in this place. But <laughs> at, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, there was a big debate in the 2010s, and it was it was on YouTube that multivitamins are worthless. And if there's anything I think that 2020 showed us is multivitamins and vitamins in general are not worthless if applied correctly for the right thing. Like obviously, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to tell everybody to use A&D ointment on their asshole unless they have hemorrhoids, right? Like it, it won't do anything. It'll just make you have a smoother asshole, but you know, you're still whatever. But if you have hemorrhoids, you put A&D ointment on it, it's probably going to make them better. So my whole thing is with vitamins, you have to have a reason why you're applying that treatment. Like any medication, like you don't just blindly, blindly tell people to take a pharmaceutical good and, and vitamins are the same way. However, there are some daily vitamins that could benefit most everybody. Now there will be somebody has a vitamin D, um, too much vitamin D. I've seen that. It can happen. You can get vitamin D toxicity. 
So those people who are like on Twitter, I take 50,000 I use a day. I'm like, eh, that's kind of dumb. Uh, you know, <laughs> so what happens if you overdo it? Well, I mean, vitamin D toxicity is like any kind of toxicity. I'd imagine lethargy and um, potential liver damage because um, you're looking at your body like anytime you're over-processing things. And that's why alcohol and, you know, oral steroids are so detrimental because your liver has to process all that stuff. So your liver processes everything from the air you breathe to the water you drink. It, it's your body's purification system. Right. So I'd imagine if you overdose on anything, like you look at why Tylenol can kill you, it's because of hepatoxicity, right. um, which is liver toxicity, hepa liver. So that's so do, you, do you avoid Tylenol at all costs or will you use it in a pinch? Uh, I don't, I try not to use NSAIDs. I try not to use any pain medicine. When I had my surgeries, um, my abdominal surgery, I didn't take one painkiller, which sucked. But my mom's an addict, so I don't fuck with anything that I get addicted to. And uh -huh. generally speaking, um, sorry about I, your mom, by the way. Yeah, you know, it, it taught me a lot. Um, but you just have also, a hip, hip surgery or something, and one thing led to so, another. That's a that's a that's a really really deep story that can go on, but I'll I'll delve there for two minutes. So sure. my mom served the IDF, the Israeli Defense Force. Saw oh, a lot wow. of shit, killed a lot of people. Did a lot of bad things or good things, whichever side you're on. Depends who's listening. Sure. For my Palestinian friends, she did a lot of bad things. For my Jewish friends, a lot of good things. So <laughs> I'm gonna skate the fence there. I don't, I don't opine on that issue right now. Sure, but, um, sure. I've got just, my my firearm instructor's coming in tomorrow, and he was an Israeli sniper. Uh, yeah, and so she was a, yeah, she was a paratrooper. Um, so she, um, you know, she she had injuries from there. She had PTSD, obviously, which everybody gets. They don't talk about it a lot, but Israel's always in combat. They're always killing somebody. Right. And um, so, you know, she came back, injuries from that, got in a car accident, you know, and then, like, the doctors – it's all docked. Honestly, I blame the doctors more than anybody because um, they just gave her, like – you know, they, they'd give her oxy like fucking candy. And then when that well ran dry, oxy wasn't enough, so she had to go street. You know, and that's kind of how it happens. I actually, I know a lot of people are in that situation where, and it's the big pharma, well, you got to trust Pfizer. And I'm like, dude, these are the people who literally ran ad campaigns that, that Oxy was not addicted. Well, and like, not a lot of people know this, but in the eighties, because the, the hemophilia medicine is intravenous and you have, basically you have to inject the, uh, a synthetic version of the factor eight protein in order for your blood to clot. And mm. in the eighties, it was made from uh, blood donors. And they didn't, they knew, and they didn't tell anybody that there was hepatitis and AIDS and all the medicine and 10,000 hemophiliacs died of AIDS in the eighties because uh, they were injecting AIDS from their medicine and the pharmaceutical companies wouldn't tell them. And that's why I'm like, don't just trust pharma because it says something, you got to wait it out a little bit, get a little data. Uh, data. Like, it's <laughs> like, I never, I never thought in my life, I never thought that for saying, Hey guys. I just want to see more science. You're anti-vax. I'm like, what are you talking? My kids are all vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. I like that. I don't like getting polio. You know what I mean? But this is yep. like my fear. And I have a huge fear. And I'm reading the adverse events. He went from 15 deaths on average a year from, from vaccines to 3,000 after a couple months of using this stuff. That's not a good sign. That. That's fascinating. Cool, dude, it is. Um, so my I got vaccinated is, just because I didn't think COVID was thrilling enough. <laughs> I, I'm, I did JJ. It was like my protest vaccine. It's like, I'll get a vaccine. But I'm gonna get the one you guys fucking hate. <laughs> that, well, I mean, you know, if there's any, I'm going to get, it, it's going to be a Dino virus. Cause we've used that carrier for so many different vaccines. That's our vaccine carrier. Right. You know, um, my thing is if you want to get it, get it. 
You know, I don't like. Yeah, I agree. Whole, I agree. It's your body, I, your choice, right? Yeah. If somebody looks, it's like, well, the people without the vaccine are going to die. Let them fucking die. I'm like, let me die. Fucking let me die. Right. Like, that should be my choice. If you have the vaccine. You and then they say, it. well, That's it's not 100 percent effective. So you're still violating the rights. It's like, well, if, if you don't think they're 100 percent effective, then you're aren't you kind of an anti-vaxxer? Like, <laughs> I, I'm just like, I, I mean, it's a clown world because the argument makes no sense. No matter like the way you said it doesn't make sense. The other way doesn't make sense. Right. So I'm, I'm just I'm one of those where, look, I, and, and I've said this like so many times. It's like I believe for certain populations, it's fucking great. Yeah. You know, I believe for certain populations, it's a great thing. For other populations, young people, it, it presents more risk than the actual virus. And, you know, and, and I'm reading about vaccine shedding and I, it might all be bullshit. It, it, that's the thing is that people don't really, when I say vaccine shedding, it's like, oh, oh, oh Trump. Like, whoa, whoa, Trump never said that shit. It's like, well, right. you're obviously a Trump vote. People, people yeah. know, don't realize that Trump is responsible for the vaccines even existing. So you can't. You can't say that Trump is anti-vax. I mean, the dude made did Operation Warp Speed and made it possible for us to have these vaccines. If you if you want to really rile up the Trump people to hate you, which I try to do at least once every other day, um, because it's fucking hilarious. You gotta say because you it, 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 it's funny because the Trump people are the ones who are more hesitant on the vax. And just say, hey, right. it's because of Trump we have these vaccines, and Trump actually started the lockdowns. And they will go, no, he didn't. I'm like, yeah, he did. I was there. I watched the press conference. Well, like, he, he certainly didn't stop them. No. And he, he, you know, he initiated. He told sure, every sure. state to shut down for 15 days. Right. Which inevitably led to 18 months. Yeah. I, I'm not <laughs> saying that he meant for it to be 18 months. I'm saying that by hook or by crook, that dude started the shit. He did like, a lot of things I don't think he would have done had it not been an election year. Uh, you know, I think he was he was very cautious on the he was really worried about blood on his hands right before a major vote. I'll tell you what, though, man, I, I fucking it was the most enjoyable three years of entertainment that I've ever seen in my life. Would like, you, I still have some of his tweets bookmarked. <laughs> There's just some of the shit that he said. was My favorite moment to this day is when uh, he was in that debate with Megyn Kelly. And Megyn Kelly asked him about the things he said about women. And he goes, only Rosie O'Donnell. Oh <laughs> it was God. the funniest moment. <laughs> my, no, you know what? That was funny. But the best was his tweet on Kim Jong-un calling him old. Yeah. Kim Jong-un called me old. Well, I would never call him short and fat. <laughs> He did the same thing with Rand Paul. He's like, you're always making fun of my appearance. I never do that to you. And believe me, I have plenty of material. <laughs> the one, the, no, the red button one, literally, I think the red button one stopped North Korea. He's like, Kim Jong-un keeps talking about his red button. He said, well, I got one too. And mine's bigger than yours. And I'm like, he's fucking, like he said, he said shit that you and I would say on this podcast. Right. Like right. he said, just, and he's the fucking most powerful man in the free world or well, his title is the most powerful. I don't really think the president does as much as a lot of people think they do. Militaristically speaking, he was the most powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, but I look at I look at the U.S. and I look at what what proved to me that that the president doesn't have power is Whitmer and Newsom and Cuomo. Because Trump's like, we're going to do this. Like, nah, we're good. And they just they were like federalism, bitch. And now it's kind of turning it's turning the other way. It's kind of. It's it's it, it taught me a lot because I never voted in local elections before these last local elections. I never I I, I always just voted for the president. I was you like, gonna vote yeah, for I'm, Starbuck for Congress? Oh, absolutely! Hell yeah! I'm, stu I'm stumping for Starbuck, man. I had him at the uh, Rumble in the Borough, man. He was there shaking hands, and I, I didn't realize Starbuck. he's like he's like ten feet tall. 
Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I sent him a tweet the other day or a week ago. I was teasing him for uh, having the um, oh, what's his face? Uh, the ponytail martial arts dude from the eighties. Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, the movie guy, you know that had the Seagal? ponytail. Yeah, I was like, I, he's like everybody's scared of me, and I was like, it's a, it's the Steven Seagal ponytail, man. <laughs> Everybody knows yeah. what happens when they mess with that. <laughs> yeah, but he he came by, shook hands. I'm like, do you want to speak? He's like, no, I'm good. It was kind of like. There's a lot going on. There was lifting, there yeah. was boxing. It was crazy. So he um, just went around, shook hands and introduced himself. And Think you know, he's going to win. Cooper's a hard guy to beat. Man, he's running in district five, man. That's a, that's a pretty liberal district, but I, I don't, uh, you know, social media, uh, Trump won because of Twitter, you know, that's all I got to say. That was on a national scale. It, it's hard to say. Um, it's hard to say. He has to, um, Man, you're going up. You're going up against a big machine. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going up against a big machine, and this guy he's running against is crooked as they come. So, you, you think know, if it's crooked? Fair, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I think I think 99 of the politicians are crooked. I think McConnell's crooked. There's no way he got 80 percent of the vote with a five percent approval rate. Um, I absolutely, I absolutely think that a lot of these guys on both sides are crooked, and I don't think that elections <clears> are fair from a local to a federal level. And, you know, that's something that I don't think we can fix. What we can do is fix local, like local, local, statewide. I mean, look, dude, you had like, here's the thing, like Illinois uh, up until I grew up in Illinois. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I'm glad you got out. Um, I did. So did I. So we had we had Ronner, like we had a straight up Republican governor. He couldn't get anything done because of legislature. But that makes me realize if a if a blue state like Illinois or Maryland can elect a Republican and yet it's supposedly X percent Democrat and these guys are just, they're, they're not special Republicans, right? Like they're not, they're not like doing anything different. It shows me that either people aren't going to vote in the other elections or something weird's going on. You know what I mean? Like why, how the hell did, how did how did Cooper? I think it Cooper win in in North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina is not purple. I've been there. It's it's red as fuck. Other than like Charlotte and Chapel Hill. So mm-hmm. like, I look at these and I'm like, there's no way it goes from seventy percent Democrat to Ronner winning to him losing again. Something's going on with the counts or the numbers or something. But think about it. Like, and I have no proof. I'm just fucking spitballing. Sure. But how do sure. you have such a drastic shift? Like Ronner was ugly, couldn't speak. Like he wasn't like Trump. Like Trump, you either loved him or hated him. But if you love him, like these people will take a, they will fucking Bruno Marx and fucking jump on a grenade for his ass, right? Like Bruno Marx. <laughs> that song is so old, bro. <laughs> I'm I'm old. Oh yeah, yeah. What, a, what a, who the fuck would do that? Like I wouldn't do that for my wife. There's a grenade, bitch. You better run. Um, I, I, ain't jump, I ain't jumping on that grenade shit. You've lived a good life. <laughs> Old man and man for himself. Our marriage um, has always been very explosive. <laughs> very nice. Very well played. Thanks. But like, can, I don't think there's anybody who can explain how like, and I'm going back to the Ronner election. Like I remember when he won and I'm like, how? Like, how did, like, he wasn't like, I can like Starbucks, a good looking dude. Like I can imagine him winning and fucking shaking things up. Right. In a, in a Democrat district, because he'll bring out the people who normally were like, I'm not voting. It's just going to go liberal anyway. 
And, and he's like, he's good looking. He's tall. He stands for something. He's got the Cuban thing going for him. Like he's the guy, right? But Ronner was fucking looked like his face went through a cheese grater. Like he was fucking weird. He talked funny. And yet he got like, he won by a good, like seven, seven points. And he crushed it. And there's no explanation. Then you had Cooper or whatever his name. I think it's Cooper winning in North Carolina after some fucking, oh, well, it was because of the tranny bathrooms. I'm like, I don't think that's big enough. I don't think most people care. Nobody you know, I think cared. if anything, most people don't want them. From what right. I, from my personal experience, I, I've never met, and I speak, if you go to any of the events I go to, it's not a bunch of rich white people from Brentwood. Like, I'm usually one of the minority at every event I go through. In fact, politically, most of my friends and people I hang they're apolitical. They don't give a fuck. Right. So, and most people are like, dude, I don't, I don't think dude should be using chicks' bathrooms. And that's just... That's just, and that's not necessarily my opinion. Yeah. Although yeah. it kind of well, is. The thing with me is I don't, I think that was a huge Democrat strategy to constantly frame the conversation around that issue. Because when push comes to shove, nobody's going to die on that hill. Like nobody's no. like my number one issue is what, who uses what public bathroom? Like that was a distraction. It's like Democrats didn't want to talk about tax increases. So they just framed the conversation around who, who goes to what bathroom. Uh, penises okay, there we go <laughs> right right i, I mean like everything, now math is racist i give up on life like i'm like uh, I, I look around and i'm like i'm looking at like but it's stuff that normal Mar- like my neighbors and i don't go hey so algebra racist as fuck you know it's like nobody does that like that's just a social media and political like talking point but the talking point doesn't come up in real life like not even in local politics like you know, and like critical race theory. I don't know about enough about critical race theory to really opine um, other than talking points on both sides. But I will say it doesn't make sense on the other side, on the side that wants it. Like, I'm like, why, why are we even, why, why, why do we have race theory at all? Like, why don't we just fucking go on and like get along? Like, you know, I'm Rodney King, man. Can't we all just get along? Like, who gives a fuck? I don't like at, at the end of the day, man, there's no country in this world, in this land, in anywhere that, that has a clean slate. Like I said, in the fucking 40s and 30s, we, we threw Asians in internment camps. Like every country, every culture has been fucked over in some way. The Irish, the Polish, everybody, except the yeah. British. They well, we, we, to- we really took them to town in the revolution. Yeah, but that was it. Other than that, they were fucking people up for centuries. Like they were horrible people. We need to just go take that bitch over. And the royal family, can someone fucking tell me what the fuck the royal family is all about? Well, they own, like, I think the queen owns, like, uh, 20% of all the land in the world. Fuck that bitch. I mean, what, what do they She's do? She's pretty hot, though. The queen? <laughs> I just fuck it with you. <laughs> I mean, you know lucky. those friends you said yourself, they got great asses. <laughs> well, post-menopause, you, you can't get her pregnant. Uh, that's a positive. I, I, I don't know, dude. I don't understand the royal family. Like... I don't understand the fascination. Like, I don't understand, like, why we give a fuck about this Prince Harry guy and his, 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 uh, his, his leftist chick. Like, I don't even know why they're You know, in the I think it's got a lot, in America, I think it's got a lot to do with Disney, man. I think a lot of people grow up and the whole <sighs> prince and princess thing is just ingrained as, like, this majestic thing. And it is. I mean, it's regal. Literally, it's regal. So I think people like to follow it because it's like, the, you know, it's this. I never thought of it like that. That's cool. Yeah. I am. Um, I, I think I'm done with Disney, though. Yeah, I went there, it's hard I went though, there man. December. I, I love this. I love the old stuff. I have a daughter that just got born in a, that was just born in a, a January. It's like, man, I wanted to grow up and I wanted to watch Sleeping Beauty and Snow White and have that yeah, experience. But, 
Going to Disney World during mask frenzy was horrible. Ooh, that changed my in view. Florida? Because, oh my God, it was so bad. They were like, if that shit, like we were literally off the path. Like I was with Brandon Curry and his family. And we stand out a little bit. We're both, he's, he's Mr. Olympia, um, nobody. And like, we're, we're like, we, we went off to the side and we're like trying to figure out what to eat for lunch. And we took off and put our masks down. And they literally went out of their way. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, we're not within like fucking 40 feet of somebody. Like we're like 10 yards. You got tackled by Mickey? <laughs> nah, just, just some fucking Karen chick who worked at the park. But yeah. it was weird because nobody was laughing. That's not, like, I walked into Costco and now you don't have to wear masks in Costco. And, um, it's a different vibe. Like I'm talking to people, people are laughing and smiling, like masks dehumanized us for a whole yeah. year yeah. for no reason. I, I'm not, you can't, I, I'm, I'm convinced more than ever. Like, I'm like, man, I hope these things don't work because I'm going to look really stupid. And turns out they work even less than I thought they worked. So I, I, I feel really smart. With yeah. Yeah. The only, the reason I was, I wore mine uh, was just because, um, I didn't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. Oh, I'm all about making people feel uncomfortable. It's kind of my thing. Yeah. I mean, I I've, been doing this since, I've been doing this since like the eighties. Like, it's all good. Like, I mean, you know, I was that one guy, healthy. even my kids, like in school, like my daughter gets hemiplegic migraines and I was like, um, we're not doing the masks and they were cool. Like our district was like, yeah, okay. And then my other kids, since it can be genetic, they're like, I'm like, I don't need to help this up. My kids wore masks for a little bit. But even in school, like they were the kids without masks. And um, then the other kids figured out you do the health exemption. So then half the school didn't have masks. <laughs> so I'm, I well, have my own little. I think so. Like how many, how many under 18 year olds actually died from the virus this year? I mean, like two, like a handful, right? <laughs> like two, like less than would die. I mean, you're more like my, my good friend. Alan if you're Robert under 18, says, you're definitely more likely to die from the flu. Oh, absolutely. I know that. The flu's true. a bitch. The flu, I, I've known people who've died of the flu, you know, when I was a kid. The flu's a fucking bitch. I think the flu is the underrated MVP of viruses. Well, and like, when you think about the sickest you've ever been, oftentimes it's the flu. Like, I think you, about when I was a kid with a bottle of 7-Up, just like, uh, uh, all day, you know? I'm, when I first moved to North Carolina, it was the last time I got the flu. I was 26. And I remember sitting in bed, and I remember I wanted so bad to get, I had to get work done. I just started Civation and I was just like, I had work to do and I couldn't. And I'm a, like, I'm one of those guys who like, if I, I'll run a marathon, it'll be a horrible job, but I will drag my fat ass over that finish line. I couldn't get out of bed no matter how. And I was like, let's do it. I was getting hyped up in my head. My fucking body wouldn't move. And I'm a healthy 26 year old athlete, right? Mm -hmm. Like, dude, the flu is a bitch. And I think the one thing COVID taught me, if anything, well, other than the whole like tyranny thing is like, fuck, dude, the flu is a whore. Like we need to really, really, really pay attention to the flu. Like I know, even when my kids got it, like I never thought twice, ah, eh, fuck it. Give him some Tamiflu. He'll be good tomorrow. And then I'm like, ah, you know, kids, kids get the flu. And I'm like, get the fuck up. You're fine. You know, now I'm like, uh, yeah, maybe I was wrong about, I was totally wrong about the flu. So I claim I wasn't wrong. I've been right all along about COVID hundred percent. The flu wrong. I was wrong yeah. about that thing. The flu is a bitch. Like yeah. I ain't even mad. Like the flu scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Well, it's it kills. So, it kills I mean, on average, it, does, it kills over 50,000 people a year in the United States, except for nobody died from it last year. <laughs> Two people. Like, like we cured the flu. Well, that's because of masks. But what about COVID? 
Ah, different thing. I'm like, but they're both okay. No, 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 no. You just marked flu deaths as COVID deaths. That's that's what happened. Well, in my opinion. Well, I, I wouldn't. Here's the thing, though. Do we know? And this is me being me. Do we know if the flu de- the flu was also with COVID? Like, so if you're if a virus penetrates your cells, wouldn't that make it more susceptible to other infection? I like, don't know, you know but I, mean? I would think so. But I don't know. I would think that if your immune system is working on fighting one infection, it's more vulnerable to others. That's what I would think. So but I don't know. What if, what if like what if the flu or COVID interchange them came in and was like, ha ha, I got in. And then right. COVID's like, ah, I'm gonna sneak right. right in here. And then you got two viruses and they just tested for one. Well, think about it like this, man. Virtually obviously, we know that the the most vulnerable portion of the population for COVID is the elderly population, right? Mm-hmm. And in my opinion the lifestyle for elderly people in the United States didn't really change that much the last year, right? Like maybe, maybe the healthcare providers in the nursing homes changed some protocols, but those people are are primarily sitting in their apartment or their retirement community living space, right? Anyway. And so it, it doesn't make sense to me that you could explain away uh, the flu as, as not occurring in our society last year by saying that it was, it was, you know, people wearing masks and people isolating. It's just like, you know what? The population that normally dies from the flu is also the population that normally dies from COVID and their lifestyle wasn't really that different this year. So you'd think that you'd see the same similar flu numbers, maybe a little bit lower, but. Except Florida, I think the old <laughs> people got out more and mm-hmm. I think that can explain their, their rate. Like it's sunny. People were active. They didn't partake other than like the first two months in any lockdown activities. Um, They were out and about doing their thing, and especially in Southwest Florida. So I can argue that if you look at the, the, the active elderly population, they actually had a pretty good fucking year. I mean, if you look at Florida and other warmer climates. So, you know, like I always say, like I'm a proponent of in the winter, I'm a proponent, one of the few of indoor tanning for those who live in the Midwest. Just because of the or vitamin least, D? Well, the thing is, not only like here's, not only does your body get vitamin D, it gets two other isomers of vitamin D, including vitamin D, I believe, sulfate, um, from actual sun exposure that it doesn't get from supplementation. So there's certain isomers or um, different factions of vitamin D that you get from sun or UV exposure that you do not get from supplementation. So supplementation isn't always the complete answer. It's part of the answer, but to get the full spectrum of what your body needs, you definitely should have some sun exposure. And that's where I like you. And even if it's once a week for four minutes, you know, out of on a fucking 20 minute bed, just some UV light, some sun exposure, just to get those nutrients in your cell. And that's why I think you have such bad, like I've never heard of a flu season just shutting down Florida. I just haven't. Yet my school, my kids' school in Tennessee, which gets colder and cloudier in the winter than Florida, they had to shut down. This is a month, like two weeks before COVID hit. They had to shut down for two days to clean the school down because of flu outbreak. So I do think it's seasonal. And I do think that it has a lot to do with sunlight. People don't understand the power of UV rays and the power of the body and the mind and everything. And when you live in the Midwest or one of these Northeast states, and that could be a lot of people are like, they, they compare the rates in Texas and Florida to Michigan and New York. And while I love it to dunk on the COVID idiots, 
I don't think it's, I don't think it's, it's not fair if you're living in a sunny state, right? I just think that if you live in a sunny state like Tennessee and Florida and Texas, all the states that did well, despite we never had a mask mandate in Tennessee, while I do like pointing it out because it's fun and it looks like we're winning, at the end of the day, I can also explain that as devil's advocate to the right. fact that, well, there's sunlight. But then again, these are the same people who argue for lockdowns, which would take away your sunlight and close down gyms. So, you know, either way we win, either way, the argument for Tennessee, Florida and Texas staying open, either way, it's a winning argument because the same side that is from those areas that claim that lockdowns work. They're also basically encouraging people to not get natural sunlight. And so, so yeah, the argument works either way, but if I want to play devil's advocate, if I was on the other side, I would point to that, but then I'd also have to admit that lockdowns are wrong. So, well, so I wonder like, if the, I wonder if the tanning beds can help at all with um, like seasonal affective disorder. Cause I, I remember when I was in, when I grew up in Illinois, it was like every winter, I was just, it was just drudge, like psychologically speaking, cause there's just overcast every single day. It was like purgatory. So I did look into this. There's very little data to no data and the data on it does not suggest. Again, I'm using words suggest, not proof. Sure. Thank you. Fauci fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> so it's, it does not suggest at all that, indoor tanning will affect seasonal affective disorder SAD. However, anecdotally it does anecdote 100%. When I come out of a, when I come out during the winter, I'll go once, twice a week. And if it's a 10 minute bed, I'll do four minutes. I don't go the full time because I I, I do believe that there's it's, it's dose and duration, right? Like skin cancer is real. And if you tan a lot, it's going to, it's going to put you at a, a higher, a higher, um, Risk. Yeah. Uh, risk. Exactly. So I want, I, I'm a fucking one syllable word. Get out of this word. <laughs> it, it puts you, yeah, I know <laughs> it puts you at a higher risk for skin cancer, melanomas and this and that. Um, so I like, so what are the benefits? What is the minimum effective dose? Mm-hmm. What is the MAD? What is the minimum effective dose to get the benefits? And for me, it's around 40 to 50% of the total tan time for one to two times a week. And for me, it not only makes it so I'm not translucent because I'm a very white individual, but it also makes it so, which I'm vain and I, I like looking a certain way. I'm not going to sure. deny my narcissism. Um, but it also in my personal, personal unscientifically founded anecdotal evidence, I want to state that very clearly. It does help me with my mood or at least it placebo my moods. You know, right, it makes right. me feel better. Uh, that's just me because in the winter, even if it's sunny out, I'm covered. Like the thing is people are like, Oh, I got sunlight, but you're wearing a fucking puffy jacket. Right, like right. you got to go outside and you're nude. You got to be as naked as possible. Go out by the pool, put your, put on your fucking speedo and get some sunlight, you know, just be like a European. And that's the, that's the way you got to do it. Um, I, I believe, I don't know which one it's a, one, not, not the dirt, obviously not the dermatologist, but I believe they recommend 15 minutes, a couple times a week of, exposed or un no tanning lotion and shit sunlight exposure i can't remember who recommends it yeah it's I, one of I, the, I heard that you can get your 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 vitamin d from just 15 minutes in sunlight which is funny, app for funny that, that people too. struggle to do it because well, well there's an app for that too we were at disney and um brandon curry he's, he's black uh-huh. but he paid they're, they're also health freaks even though he's a you know, 280 pound bodybuilder they're health freaks uh-huh. and he has an app because black people have harder time absorbing vitamin D there's an app and I don't know what it's called, but you probably search it in the app store. 
that tells you based on your sunlight where you're at. It taps into your location. That's um, cool. And libertarians will hate that. Um, and, <laughs> and, and it'll and it tells you how much vitamin D you're producing. And I thought it was profound because Brandon's like, you know, you don't expect this. He's like, man, I got to get more sunlight. And I'm looking. I'm like, you're black. You know, <laughs> he's like, right. nope, nope. He's like, but you know, it's not aesthetic. People, it's it's about the vitamins. Well, well, dark skin, dark hued people, like from Sephardic Jews to Africans, um, need to get more sunlight because melanin is a natural defense. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the thing, and so you need to pay attention to that. The darker the skin, the more vitamin D and sunlight you need, uh, because your melanin or your skin is a natural protector of your body. Mm. Makes sense. So. What do you think is going to happen in 2022? Well, I mean, it's, it's historical usually. And there, there are some cases where it doesn't like look at Trump house and Senate usually goes the opposition because you go the first two years and there's enough dissent on the other side where America always wants the what, what they always want the alternative, you know, right, it, it's right. a pendulum, you know, you went from Carter to Reagan to Bush to Clinton to Bush right. to Obama to Trump. Right. Um, Joe Rogan's so got a great bit about that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you always want the alternative and the grass is always greener. Um, my opinion, what I think will happen, assuming they fix what might be voting irregularities. I'm saying that very cautiously because I don't want to be accused. And I, I do say this. I, I don't. I think Biden won the election. And this is me speaking. Just I think Biden won. I just don't think he had 80, 81 million votes. Um, I, I don't think. I just lost you. Oh, yeah. oh, I, you're right. you're okay. Right. I don't. I don't know if Biden got eighty one million votes, but I, I do. I do believe that enough people hated Trump to vote against him. Yeah, and, I, and I'm kind that, of with you on that. I don't. I don't know about voter fraud. I don't. I tend, and maybe it's just because I'm naive and optimistic and I don't want it to be true, but I tend to think that the election, there wasn't, there wasn't significant cheating, but it was incredibly cheap the way that they won by changing the voter yeah. protocols, uh, only harvesting votes from democratic areas, that kind of, that kind oh, of, no, no, the, yeah, yeah. I think the, I think the votes are legit. I think the way they got them is fucked. Yeah. I think they were harvesting. Kind of where I'm at. And, and, but, but you know what? It's here. It's done. Whatever. We survived Carter. We survived FDR. We will survive Joe Biden. And, and I think we're in a better place to survive it than we've ever been. I think America is better than it's ever been. And as someone who coaches kids, um, dude, the next generation, like the, the, the teams right now, dude, they're going to be amazing. These kids awesome. are fucking based as fuck. Awesome. They're awesome. They're hard workers. Well, you can't bullshit them. No, nah, they, they've seen it all. And they have the internet. They have the internet. If they have an, they, they can do their own research. Like we used to have just listen to CNN. I, I, I was a fucking communist in high school. <laughs> my fucking e- my econ teacher, my econ teacher in high school, Culver City High School in fucking California, showed us a fucking Michael Moore movie. Oh my econ. god! That, <laughs> that she was, but I mean, that was she didn't know any better. She because she was raised on the same shit we were. Right. Now you turn shit on. You got your podcast. You got me and Alan screaming about not being fat. You got. <laughs> You got fucking Joe Rogan smoking fucking mushrooms or whatever you do with mushrooms. Like, look, dude, I, I do think 2022 is going to be a Republican landslide. Um, and I don't think there's going to be. And also so many states have passed 
the 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 voter fraud or voter harvesting or whatever. I think that, yeah, yeah, I, I think that that's not going to be a non-issue. I don't think Trump's going to move in August via military coup. Um, right, right. <laughs> that's fucking Republicans are crazy. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think we're going to see two years of nothing because Biden is going to be clashing with a Senate and a House, and I, I think you might see something really good. And that remember. Um, I think the best presidency of my lifetime, and I'm about to piss a lot of people off, was Clinton. And I'm going to tell you why. We had welfare reform. We had some stupid wars going on like Mogadishu. and this Better blow jobs than no jobs. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so Clinton was on a fucking island. He had nothing. He had to work with Gingrich and the Republicans. Yeah. We got more done. And, and people get mad when I mention Clinton in a positive light, you know, the Epstein thing. And look, man, that... It appears they all, let's just assume they all fuck little boys. Okay, it is what it is. I mean, Trump had, Trump was fucking, has pictures of Epstein. And like, if I showed you a picture of Epstein with one guy, you'll show me a picture of Epstein with another guy. Although the, the fucking picture of Clinton in the dress is weird. But like, dude, I used to have a picture of dogs playing poker in my house. It was weird too. Yeah, so, yeah I know that picture. It, it, who knows? Maybe Epstein just thought it was funny and he got it in an auction. We don't know the backstory to that. Like, I'm well, not going to be that painting too. It's not a photograph, so... Who yeah, knows? exactly. It's weird. Um, it's weird. So I think we're going to see, just like we do every two years, every time there's a, a midterm election, a we're going to see a, Repub a Republican bloodbath. They're going to retake the House, retake the Senate. Um, and I think we're going to go through either two years of awesome or two years of nothing. And either way, it's better than two years of the Democratic agenda, in my opinion. Well, the Democratic agenda, if you look at it, it's, it's pretty simple. Um, it benefits them. It benefits the elite. It benefits the rich. But it also takes advantage of the naivety of the poor and yeah. not realizing what's going on. Like, this is the work. So for people like me, and I'm assuming you who've done okay in life, we're going to be fine. We own property, you know, and that's the thing is that if you own property, your property is going to increase in value. Um, the stock market's at what 34 stock market's going to be fine because Democrats are the party of wall street. They just well, the party are. of inflation. So every time the, the currency inflates assets appreciate and asset appreciation helps us. Right. So it is what it is. Like I, I want what's best for the country. Like I can sit here and I even said, I said this, I'm like, dude, if I was being a jerk, I would be pro lockdown. I own an internet company and a grocery company. Like I crushed it during the lockdowns. I'm anti-lockdown. I'm pro-freedom because I want what's best for my country. Um, but I would have voted for Biden if I was selfish mm -hmm. because Biden in office does nothing but help people in the position I am. Now, small business owners, you better vote Republican. All right. If you're in a startup business, you own a local bakery, you better if, vote Republican. If you're dirt poor, you should vote Republican because you, if the currency's inflated and you don't have any assets in the market or any, any uh, resources in the market, then you're screwed because you just lose buying power. And I actually, I, yeah. I think that's what happened to the, to the black community in America that put them over the edge from the nuclear family, very Christian values to this crime-ridden situation that we're in now. I think it was inflation in the 70s because when, you, when you're on the edge of getting Genius, by yeah. and you're, the value of everything you own drops 10%, that's when bad things start to happen in your community. Yeah. And I, I look at, look, man, I mean, for me, like, so I'm, I'm a, I'm a bed hedger. 
right? Like I'm, I'm a very conservative fiscally person where I have divested interests. Now I I believe I was talking to Alan about it yesterday, or I was talking, I could have just been talking to my neighbor because I talk a lot, as you could probably tell. Um, I like talking and uh, I like, I like discussing things. So when uh, the dollar crap, I didn't see, I didn't know in 2008, 2009 that there was uh, an economic issue. I had no idea. I didn't watch the news. I was too focused on growing my business. I had no time for that shit. I didn't, I didn't go on Twitter. I didn't go on Facebook. Instagram didn't exist. I didn't have to, all I did is I posted a daily blog where I just listed out my workout on bodybuilding forums. That's all I did. So I didn't know that the fucking housing market crashed. I owned a house. Like I, I owned a house and it was fine. I'm like, whatever. And I had no idea it crashed. So what I did know is when the dollar crashed in 2009, 2010, it was on par with Australia. It was one-to-one. I think we're like, we're one to their two now, right? So it was one-to-one. That year, my company did, and this is, I think we're in business 2004. This is about 2009. This is four, let's say five, five, six years in business, right? We did $6 million in Australia and we were barely doing 8 million here. Like we weren't quite a $20 million company. So what I'm saying, if the dollar crashes, I'm going to just sell shit overseas, right? Like, so for people like me, you can always shift and you can always pivot. But if I'm selling donuts and people run out of fucking money to buy donuts, I'm fucked. So people who own multinational corporations, like and internet-based. Internet-based is great. We're fucking great. It doesn't matter. Who it hurts is my employees, and that pisses me off. Yeah. Who it hurts are my, 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 my retail partners, and that pisses me off. And that's why I've seen so many of my friends go out of business last year due to the lockdown. So many good people who spent their lives building up these locations, and I'm pissed off. And I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I made mine. Oh, you should have pivoted. Dude, people don't know any better. Well, if like, you own not- a restaurant, you can't really pivot, can you? Like you, you can do takeout, but it's not like it's not like you can just start selling stuff to Australia if you run a restaurant. Like you just got fucked. <laughs> some some people, some restaurant owners have were so smart. God, I learned so much. Like I yeah. saw this. I'm like, dude, there's a, there's a way in that the worst thing you can do is just rely on Grubhub and yeah. Uber Eats because they take like so we're on Grubhub with Tiger Fitness locally in Loveland, Ohio. Bro, they t- I don't know how people do it. Like, they take 70% of your fucking earnings. They take 70 it's, points? Amazon doesn't t- even do that. I, I, need to, I need to show you. I'll send you the contract. It was fucking ridiculous. Oh, and I'm disgusting. like, we're selling whatever. We're like, we, we do like fucking two orders a week. Nobody uses that shit for tigerfitness.com, right? So I'm like, dude, I'm like, I refuse to use it. Like, my wife would be like, we'll pull up on Grub. I'm like, bitch, no. We I'm calling the restaurant. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going there. Like we go to core life eatery out here in Cava and like, I will not use, I will. And, and usually the websites for local businesses are garbage and calling is a pain in the ass, but it's either they make $2 or they make $20. Yeah. And I'm going to make sure they get every dime and I'm gonna make sure I tip the shit out of them. Yep. Even if the food sucks. Okay. That's <laughs> so there were businesses that had not only referral codes, if you referred a friend where you got money off. So if they're giving, let's say, a $20 voucher per referral, they're still making more money than if they sold on Uber Eats. Right. I saw there was my buddy, Seth Conklin, who's actually, he was on Operation Dadbot. I took him under my wing. We, he's lost like 70 pounds, killing it. And, uh, but he actually delivered beer. 
in Michigan. He was telling me about these restaurants that were crushing it. And I'm like, well, how? And he was telling me, I'm like, holy shit. So there is a way there's oh, American ingenuity is great. What we're going to see is a shake shaking out and the cream will rise. And we're basically seeing, I hate to say this word, it's cliche, but the great reset in that the best business minds have made it. The people who made it through lockdowns, their business. Now remember, my competitors at other internet sites that sell nutritional goods are down tremendously. We're up. So if you made it through, if you simply plateaued or survived, the next five to 10 years is going to be complete. It's going to be a renaissance period. I agree with you. As long as we don't get the shit tax out of us. So that's another problem. The retro retroactive taxes. And if I told you what I paid in taxes this year, it was, it made me yeah, cry. I, I moved it from California me... to Texas last year and it was because of the taxes. Like, yeah, it's terrible. And that's um, one thing that as a small uh, business, uh, yeah. as a business owner, you feel it differently than if you're an employee, because when you're a small business owner, you write the check. It's not automatically withheld. It's, you know, like that doesn't feel the same. And in my opinion, the solution to hike to taxes is to, eliminate automatic withdrawal and make people write the check every year. And then you'll see people go against taxes. Dude, That's estimated, the problem. My estimated taxes this year, it comes out of what I think I'm going to make. I don't have that money. And also yeah. what people don't remember the first year, there was year three of Tiger Fitness MTS. We, we paid ourselves literally poverty money. Like, uh, like, like I'm talking like not even close to six figures. Right. My partner and I both had to individually pay because S corps are based on inventory as well. Right. We had to pay 200 K a piece and we didn't even bring in hundred K ourselves, not even close. Oh. So we had to pay $400,000 in taxes on shit. We didn't even yeah, sell yeah. yet. People think that corporate tax hikes are only affect Amazon and windows, but it's, it's guys like us. The vast majority of corporations have fewer than 10 employees. And it, it's not like we're making millions. I mean, sometimes we make millions on a good year, but the amount of time and money that we lose years, some years is just insane. Cause I own an advertising business and it's the same way. It's like, I have good years. And I got bad years. Well, Last I, year was I, actually a good year, but it's, it's the way I'm taxed. is just so fucked, man. I, sold a business in 2011 i blew through all the money starting this business like yeah. people don't realize like i took all that money and i didn't pay myself for the first couple people don't realize i didn't pay myself and my wife and i blew through all our savings we bet it all on black you know yeah. what i mean black and red mts right. you know we bet it all on black and thank god i'm, I'm you know i make things you know i made out who, who would have guessed like i made this for my kids to enjoy between soccer games because there was no other snack that would fit the outright bar and it became the number one bar in the industry. I didn't know that would like, we didn't know we'd be here. We just were like, shit. Like, yeah. Well, and that's, that's what do I'm doing this. with this podcast, right? I just fired this thing up 10 days ago, man. <laughs> and, and, and you've already and, had a viral thing. Like you had that dude say Tony Schaefer. Crazy. Yeah. He said the Anthony, or uh, he said that um, uh, Tony Schaefer told me that um, uh, Barr called him, uh, Bill Barr called him directly and told him to stop looking at investigating election fraud. And That's so that, that went viral. Yeah. Tony Schaefer was, um, he's a fascinating dude. He uh, first kind of came into the public eye because he came out with some Intel about nine 11 after nine 11 happened, basically saying yeah. that the government knew who the terrorists were and they were, they should have done more kind of proactively to prevent nine 11 than they did. Uh, and that was kind of how he came into the public eye. And then now he's, um, he owns like an intelligence consulting firm, I believe called, uh, um, what's it called? London, London security, something like that. I don't know. It's, it's in the description of the show. Notes, talk but. about, talk about hitting a home run your first try. Just, I know. I know. What I am saying is I'm, I'm doing this podcast and I've committed to doing it for a year, no matter what, like I'm going to do guests every week for a year and see what happens. 
but like, I don't know how, I don't have a business model for it. I don't have like a plan for how it's going to make money. I don't know if it's going to be Patreon down the road or if it's going to be ad revenue from YouTube down the road. I don't know if I'm going to get canceled for having people on. I don't know what's going to happen, but I, that's, that's the nature of entrepreneurship is you just, you have to kind of trust your gut and hustle it and make sure you pivot as you go to figure out what's, what's going to make it work. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty much the nature of life and that's what separates. That's what an entrepreneur is. And that's why I know my limits to how big I could take companies. I start things, I create things. Um, my mind's always working and you know, I'm not going to run a $150 million company cause I'm not, I'm not smart enough. I, not for that. Like I, I'm a, I'm a startup King. I'm good at startups. I'm in fact, opinion, like being able to say what you're good at is not a, it's not a, it's not a bad thing. It's knowing what you should focus on. Yeah. I'm not trying to run. I'm not, I'm not Jeff Bezos. I don't need a trillion dollar brand. Right. I'm cool. I'll get what I need. I just want my family to be able to have generational wealth and I want my employees to be taken care of. And I want, that's, that's what I crave. So I'm very focused on that. And that that's not, it's not by any means being cocky. Sure. That's being, that's knowing what that's staying in your fucking lane. Like, I'm not saying I'm going to run this multi-billion dollar. No, I'm, I'm an idiot. I'm going to start something. I'm going to say stupid shit and I'm going to get out of it before I get too big that I get canceled. So that's, <laughs> I can't play the politic game. Like, you know, I was on a TV show with John Cena and he's gotten, he's become larger than life where a dude literally to save his career had to apologize to China. And I'm not do you think that's why? Do you think that's why he did it? Yeah. You said, you I mentioned that you knew him and that he was the nicest guy ever. Oh I God. I love, I love, I love John. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, dude, here's the thing. Everybody's able to say, looking in, here's what I would do until you're right. in that situation. And John Cena, what he does doesn't just impact him. It impacts his staff. It impacts all his of his employees. co-stars. Yeah. I mean, it impacts all his movie sales, his royalties, there's shit built into his contract, probably that he can't violate international stuff. Is the dude a Republican? I don't think anybody who trains as hard as he does is a liberal. I don't think The Rock, I think The Rock got paid very nicely for the Biden thing. And I honestly think The Rock hated Trump. Just like Mark Cuban, like you're telling Mark Cuban doesn't like Hillary. He doesn't like Biden, but Trump is a piece of shit. He just is. And while I've, it's certainly a, a hard pill to swallow for, for a lot of people. I, I do think The Rock voted for Biden. And I think a lot of people voted for Biden who generally rocks a Republican. Like yeah. The Rock is not a Democrat. He's always been a Republican. He spoke at the RNC. Dude, Trump is that polarizing that he made people say, okay, no. And that's why I'm like, look, dude, he did his thing. He showed a populist can win. Move on. Get a guy who's like a DeSantis or someone who's not Trump, someone who, look, man, The Rock didn't win the presidency for Biden, certainly didn't help Trump. Because a lot of people, a lot of people, dude, like I voted for Arnold when I lived in California. I didn't even know what this fucking platform was. I just knew that he was fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. I didn't even know he was a Republican, to be honest with you. I just knew it was Arnold. Right. And that's, but, but most people are like, I was in the nineties and the two thousands, like in the, like I told you, I didn't know in 2008, 2009, as a business owner who owned a house that there was an economic crisis. I had no idea. I just knew that I went to work every day and I had shit to do. Did you have, a very, I, did you have a fixed mortgage rate? Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. I think the people that noticed were the ones that all of a sudden their mortgage got more expensive. Well, we had a, we had, now we bought our house in 20, it was California. Yeah. So we had our down, we sold a house in California that was worth a lot more than we bought it for. 
So we were able to kind of roll that in. So I had a very yeah. good mortgage. I had no idea that there was a crisis. I lived in North Carolina at the time. I, I didn't know. I just went to work every day and that was it. And I saw well, and shit. that's, that's, that's something that I think is true of a lot of entrepreneurs is that they are hyper-focused on what is within their circle of influence. And that's part of why they're successful and productive because they don't worry about shit they can't control. And they hyper-focus on the things they can control. Like, what am I going to do today? Right. Well, and like I think I that's the same you, thing for yeah. bodybuilders, right? Like you said that mm-hmm. generally speaking, you know, bodybuilders, they may be apolitical, but if they were to lean one way or the other, it's probably conservative. And I think it's because they believe in like what an individual can do to change their environment rather than relying on what the environment can do to change the experience of the individual. Bodybuilders were never pro mask. We were never pro vaccine. Bodybuilders are like, I'll take care of my health and fitness people in general, the fitness community you know, the, the real fitness community, you know, not the ones who are like, I'm not going to the gym because there's germs. You know, the real fitness right. community understands that it's a personal responsibility thing. Um, if you came to the rumble in the borough, it was probably 15% Caucasian. Like the rest were just a mix of everything, everybody. And nobody wore masks. Everybody hugged. Everybody had a good time. Fitness community is the most, is the closest thing to a beautiful, you know, integrated, non-giving an F country. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's an amazing thing. You go to an event like the Rumble and Brooks, who we'll be having next year to benefit children's cancer. Um, you know, that's why I love my industry because it's misunderstood. And if you look at the good, like we had these people, like we had four Mr. Olympias, we had, you know, everybody come out. We didn't pay anybody. Everybody came on on their own dime to raise money for charity. And we're supposed to be the self-centered narcissists. Like we have people take time out of their day and these people don't have many weekends free because they're always doing events they get paid for. And they came out for children's cancer. Like that's, that's what the fitness community is. And it it is, it's a lot of conservatives, regardless of skin tone, regardless of religion, regardless of anything. Like it is a very, and when I say conservative, I say freedom. Right. Right. Not necessarily GOP, but just freedom oriented people. I'm not a Republican. I I don't don't identify as Republican either, even though I always vote for Republicans. (laughs) Well, any any party that has Mitch McConnell as their leader, I don't want any part of. Right. Turtle. McConnell's dumpster, just a dumpster. Just what a, and he's just like, I'm sorry, dude. Like he's ugly. I can't, I can't roll with people that ugly. Well, we kind of wonder the Democrats were. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't, you can't really hate it. Like, didn't he have like a stroke? I can't really make. Fun I don't know. They've talk. all had strokes, man. They're they're geriatric. Yeah, they're like nine hundred years old. But, <laughs> but yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah, man. I I appreciate this. This is a great. I, I, I yeah, I really enjoyed having. Day. I really enjoyed having you on, man. I don't want to take up any more of your time because I know that you're busy okay. today, but. But I, I appreciate you coming on and um, I'll certainly share this with you as soon as it's done being edited later today. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. And um, yeah, anything you need, brother, just hit me up. All right, man. Likewise. Take care, dude. You as well, sir. Take care. All right. All right bye. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. A date which will live in infamy. I still have a dream. Good night and good luck.